Welcome to the Derek Delight Show. My name is Josh. I hope everybody's having a fantastic day. And we are back again. And today is the meeting of the Fed. And the rumor is, is that they're going to raise it 75 basis points. That's 0.75%. And the markets have already responded. Uh, the S&P 500 up 38 points. The Dow is up 171 points. The NASDAQ up 197 points. But you know what? This is a facade. It's not real. It's not going to be real. It's not going to last forever. And people are like, oh, you know, my 401k is now saved. No, it's not. This is the teeter-totter of the economy that we've talking about. You're going to have slow little increases upward when you see these big crashes downward. You know, the Dark Delight Show, this is where we talk about the unfolding global conspiracy. We talk about everything that is happening in this world with these elitists and these globalists bringing about this radicalized change towards a new world order. And the financial aspect is one thing I've been calling for for a long time is that we're going to have a global economic collapse. And you know what? Today we got dual PhD, double, uh, dual PhD, Kirk Elliott, economist with us. Kirk, what's up, man? How are we doing? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you doing today? Oh, you know what? Besides the uh, the financial state of the world, I think everything is going good. Yeah. Well, the the financial state of the world is not going good, though. It's like, you know, but but truly, there are some things that are, and this is why I can still have a smile on my face, because in, in a world where our freedoms are just simply eroding, I mean, further and further talk about central bank digital currencies and complete um, clarity of transactions. I mean, has Big Brother written all over it, right? I mean, that, that's striking fear into the hearts and minds of everybody. But, but when we look at like today's activity, the the Fed is going to raise rates. A week ago, the consensus was fifty basis points or half a percent. Then, like three days ago, everyone's saying, including the Fed, oh, this is probably going to be three quarters of a point. Yesterday, I was reading some big bank chief economist thinking uh, it might even be 1%. Well, I don't think it's going to be 1%. I think it'll be three quarters of a point. If I were a betting man, which I'm not, uh, I would say three quarters of a percent. And so so this is funny how the markets respond positively to this um, because they think that raising rates this much, the Fed has got it under control. They think, oh, they're going to tackle inflation and families are going to be able to afford to eat and live and do everything else. But the reality is America is in so much debt corporately, individually, the federal government, look at our, you know, $30 trillion national debt. When interest rates rise, that's going to put a pinch on everybody's spending ability. It's going to have the opposite impact of what mainstream media is saying because the fed doesn't have it under control. Nobody thinks that they actually do now, if nobody had any debt, yeah, you could slow down inflation with interest rates. You could jack them up to like 30% to get it done, but that would kill the economy overnight because we have so much debt, the debt service would go through the roof. But that's truly not the case. We're in debt up to our eyeballs, and that's why it's going to have a negative impact on the markets moving forward. Don't let today fool you. I mean, I, I heard you say it. It's like this is a temporary blip, uh, just a, a knee-jerk reaction because it's, it's not going to be positive for the stock and bond market. What it is going to be positive for is gold and silver, because gold and silver as tangible assets thrive on chaos, uncertainty, turbulence, turmoil, change, all of that stuff. And this is what we're getting. Um, so this is, this is really a problem moving forward. And now, what is the rate increase going to do elsewhere? 
Well, home builder sentiment dropped to the lowest level in two years as housing demand slows. How much have housing demand slowed? Well, the the demand for new mortgages is half of what it was a year ago. Half. Because rates are going up and banks are starved for liquidity, there's just not enough capital there to pay for houses, especially with rising interest rates. People can't afford it. So I think the housing market's about to get hit pretty hard, too. Pretty hard, just really hard. Yeah, you know, I, I, I agree with you on that. And what we're seeing is we're seeing a decline um, through multiple different states, primarily liberal states right now within the housing market. Housing values are starting to decrease as well in these areas. You know, we had the producer price index yesterday. The numbers came out for that. We had a 0.8% increase, which is pretty dramatic. This is the cost of raw materials, actually, for uh, producers and manufacturers to produce goods and services. Um, This isn't good. And they had a 10.8% overall inflation. And I'm just trying to wrap my head around how 75 basis points does anything to uh, uh, a facaded interest rate of 10.8%. We know that it's most likely probably about a a multiple of a 2.5 of actual inflation on top of that. So we're looking at about 23 to 25% actual inflation. But, you know, when we start seeing numbers like this, the, the markets reacted very vehemently on Monday morning. The Dow dropping almost 900 points. Um, you know, the slight little rebound, I call this a teeter-totter to totalitarianism, is you have these massive drops in value and then these slight little increases uh, when these numbers come out um, for the long term. I mean, and I, I got a few things here I want to talk about because mm-hmm. we have uh, ECB officials are holding an emergency meeting to discuss how to counter the disproportionate sell-off in Italian bond markets. Then we have the the Japan government bond futures collapses, yields test banned despite BOG heavy hand. So we have two countries, Italy and Japan, where their central banks on the verge of collapse. We have sell-offs in their bond markets. We know Japan is over leveraged in their debt. I think like it's like two hundred to one. It's it's a, a massive. Um, what are your thoughts on this? Is this the Great Reset inbound? I believe it is. I mean. You, you have to you have to get things to collapse for for any kind of change to have uh, the public support of it right because if people were to talk about a great reset which is which is not about financial freedom it's about people control that's what it's about it's it's what what Pippa Mongren was talking about clarity of transactions right it's it's giving away your financial freedom in exchange for you know perceived peace and security. And, and this is just human nature, right? Almost all of the time, like almost all of the time, people will give up their freedoms in exchange for security. Well, th- this is not going to be security. This is going to be big brother. Life as we know it will change. Well, two years ago, a year ago, y- you couldn't have this conversation because things were doing really well, right? The stock market was booming. Things were happening. It was cooking. But now that, that people are faced with, should I pay my rent or should I buy food? Um, things are getting so bad that even their solution, same solution as a year ago, now makes sense when nobody would have liked it back then. So I do think that it's planned. I think that the Great Reset has to get rid of the the financial structure as we know it in order for it to succeed. Yep. And, you know, the Great Reset, there's there's a lot of variables at play here. 
So in China right now, in the, the Guangzhou area, we have the banks of Henan. These are in the, uh, the Henan province banks. Uh, I'm not going to name them because I'll just butcher the names of them, but there's apparently about six of them. And for the last month, they've had a run on these banks, and people are being denied access to their money. And apparently it's because of some more fraud that has been found within these banks. Um, one particular is the, uh, the Henan New Fortune Group, very similar to the Evergrande scandal, but this one is more regional within the Chinese area. Is This bank is basically collapsing, and they froze everybody's assets. Well, one thing that they're doing, Kirk, is China has issued a, uh, a COVID app to all of their people in their country. And basically to get into any building, to, to take out money, to go buy food or do anything, you have to utilize this app and scan it to enter these buildings. And it tells you whether you've tested positive or not for COVID and whether you can enter. Well, mm-hmm. what they found out is people that are going to travel to Henan Bank – are being denied access to the transportation systems. They're being denied access to the banks, and they're they're coming back saying that they're testing positive, even though they've never tested positive, and they're being quarantined immediately by the authorities in China. So this is utilizing this technology, this COVID technology, to basically suppress people from going and getting their money. Yeah. I mean, talk about where politics and economics meet using something political like that to separate people from their money. I mean, this is why we don't want to be part of a digital world. This is why we don't want to be a digit, a number somewhere, right? We want we want things that are real, that are tangible, like, like gold and silver, where you get – to me, I, I view gold and silver not just as an investment, brother. It, like silver is booming. I mean, silver is up 50-something cents today on the rate hike announcement. Gold's up over 20. That pendulum has shifted over the last two and a half weeks – of silver and gold coming down, you know, with sell-off and everything. But now it's moving back in the other direction, and that's because it's a flight for safety. But so not only is it a good investment where you're going to get amazing returns, to me it's also a get-out-of-the-system kind of an investment because you're not a digit. It's not out there in the atmosphere somewhere. It's a real tangible thing, and you could ultimately use it for barter. You, but But that privacy that comes from – from ownership of gold or silver, either in an IRA or outside of an IRA, is key to, to all kinds of freedoms, right? It's financial freedom is tied to religious freedom. It's tied to personal freedom. It's tied to economic freedom. It's time to, tied to our health freedoms, right? All of our freedoms are, are connected at the hip, and I believe if we lose one of them, we lose all of them. And this is why having something that's private like gold and silver that you take delivery of is key to our financial freedom moving forward. You know, I, I 100% agree. And, uh, you know, the more I look at this, well, hey, look, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come right back with more of the Dark Delight Show and talking to Dr. Kirk Elliott about gold, about silver, about the state of the economy. We'll be right back with this message. It's Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot, supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, the Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, 
higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. Give me we are back with Dr. Kirk Elliott. We're talking about the state of the world's economy. We're talking about the Great Reset, the upcoming coup by the New World Order on the American political and economic systems. You know, Kirk, I, I was thinking about this. I was talking about it last night on, on the Daily Dose podcast. And I said, you know, if they really want to fix this and if they really usher in a Great Reset, um, when they transition to ISO 222 or 2022, and they bring about the CBDCs, the central bank digital currencies, which we, we know that they're planning on doing. We know that they are making this move. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they can't just come in with another type of fiat currency. They can't just come in and say, hey, you know, we're going to do the same thing again. This time we're going to be in control and it's all going to be digital currency. They have to bring some type of back into that. And I think that there's this going to be this transition toward at least my thoughts and feelings. I don't have really any evidence to support this, but. Wouldn't it make a lot more sense for them to bring about a CBDC and back it upon gold? A hundred percent, because nobody believes, and I, and when I say nobody, even people on on the globalist left are now talking about things need to be fixed. They, they're not agreeing with with how the economy is being held. It took way too long to to fight inflation. It can't be fixed. Blah blah blah. I mean, so. When people start eating their own, you you know that that the end is coming. So, what are they eating their own about? It's the inflation. Inflation is created by printing money out of thin air without any kind of tangible backing or discretion. I mean, you could look at chart after chart after chart that shows what happened when when Nixon took closed the gold window. What's happened since the Federal Reserve came into effect and started printing money out of thin air? I mean. You go back to 1914, the dollar is only worth one cent compared to what it used to be. It's lost 99% of its value. So when you have to make a change because 
mo normal monetary policy, normal fiscal policy can't fix it anymore. You just have to start over. You have to reset. Well, why would you fix something with a solution that's the same as what you had before? You wouldn't, right? So, so I, I think that the currency that's coming is not going to be paper currency. It's going to be a CBDC, but that's still not enough. They have to have some kind of tangible backing to provide accountability and credibility so people will like it, right? So I do think that's what's coming. I think it will be a central bank currency that's backed by, by gold. And I think, it, it, Russia, I think Russia did tip the hat to, to mm -hmm. that by, by partially backing the ruble with gold, and other countries are going to start to follow suit because by default – that made them one of the most attractive currencies in the world. A stupid, dinky currency from a communist country <laughs> is now one of the most attractive ones financially in the world because it's got gold backing. Yeah, and, and just think what's going to happen to the ruble if this actually does happen with the central bank digital currencies in a global currency market. It Gold is going to skyrocket. Silver, precious metals are going to skyrocket with that type of announcement. Well, it has to, and that's just supply and demand. If you've got the, see, you don't want to invest in the currency because there's political risk, there's exchange rate risk. What you want to do is invest in the backing of the currency because the currency can come and go. The backing will always stay the same. So to profit from that, there's going to be built-in demand for gold, right, when it backs a currency. And so therefore, if there's built-in demand, it's, it's no different than the U.S. dollar being the petrodollar, being the world's reserve currency of the world. They, there was built-in demand for our currency, even though we kept printing without discretion like nobody's business. So, so really, same thing for gold. If there's built-in demand for gold because it now backs a currency, the value and the demand for it is going to continually move up. Yep. And, and we're seeing this in real time. So I'm urging people because if you woke up Monday morning and you looked at your 401k or you looked at your investments, you're probably crying. Um, and you're probably saying, why didn't I listen to Josh? Why didn't I listen to Dr. Kirk Elliott? Why didn't I get out earlier? Um, all the warning signs are there for everybody listening to this. And if you're mm -hmm. in a, a group managed 401k, I understand your, what you're feeling right now. It's incredibly difficult to get out of those things. Um, you could take out loans against it, whatever. But what I urge you to do is call Dr. Kirk Elliott and his team. They, they will give you a free financial consultation. It's, you know, information is free when it comes to this stuff. And people are out there willing to help you. And you don't need a 401k or a lot of money um, or IRAs to work with people like Dr. Kirk Elliott. They're going to help you if you got like, you know, you got 500, few hundred dollars like that, $500, $1,000, you want to buy some gold and silver. Or if you got an IRA that you want to open with them or you got an IRA you want to transfer into them, a 401k, pension plans, whatever these are, I, I'm urging you. Call that 720-605-3900, 720-605-3900. Leave a voicemail, talk to one of his team members. But I'm telling you that this financial situation that we're in right now is what I call the, the teeter-totter, the totalitarianism. And we're going to see this up and down, up and down, up and down. And it's going to end with one big massive spending plan from the federal government after September, after the fiscal year closes out. And they're going to come out with a probably a 3 to $4 trillion bill saying that the government depends on it. They need to do it. It's going to have student debt relief in there, all this other good stuff. 
And after the November elections, everything is going to fall down and collapse. Kirk, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think that after the November election, the economy is just going to drop and tumble and go away? I do. And that's just that's just, you know, political science 101, right? Nobody's nobody's going to upset the apple cart too much in an election year. They're going to keep providing stimulus money. They're going to keep trying to keep the market propped up. But that's becoming increasingly difficult because there's so much selling pressure as the masses are getting out. It's just really expensive to keep the markets propped up. So it's going to continually decline. But but after the election, there's no there's no reason why for a couple more years they should even try because then they've been elected. Right. So so I, I would I would say that that's a very accurate assessment. I would agree with it wholeheartedly. Um, things are going to be progressively getting worse. But come election time after that, it, it starts to really fall apart. Like so, worse, worse. It's not that it's good now. I mean, the 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 Dow or and the S and P five hundred is down like twenty five percent year to date. Nasdaq is down almost thirty four percent year to date. We're on pace, Josh. I mean, it's not even halfway through the year for a sixty five percent reduction in the Nasdaq. We're on pace for a fifty percent reduction in the made major broad based stock market. I mean that not I, I'm not saying that that's good that's terrible right but I think it gets worse than that after the election and I I'm 100% on board with you on that because we're we're seeing all the warning signs and and what everybody's really talking about is the dark winter I mean we have this massive infrastructure collapse imminent we have the global financial collapse imminent we have the uh supply chain which People are not seeing these small little things within the supply chain that are occurring. Everything I've, We just watched a video yesterday of uh, massive amounts of livestock being slaughtered um, in fields uh, because of scares of, of viruses and stuff like that. We're seeing you know, farmers who aren't able to produce their, their crops because of fertilizer supply shortages, uh, you know, other types of supply shortages. We're seeing massive fires at food processing, manufacturer distribution facilities. We're seeing, uh, you know, fires at oil refineries. Oil refineries are closing down. We had Smithfield in California, one of the largest pork producers in the country, uh, shutting down their largest location and had no plans of bringing it back up. And so all of this is going to curtail within that winter time frame. And it, people are going to have a wake-up call, and they really do need to prepare. And the, one of the best ways to prepare for that is to get your money straight. Let's get your financial, your financial status and your investments where they need to be in the sense of a depression. Because we're, mm-hmm. we're no longer – you know, the question is, is people are talking about recessions. We're way past the recession. We are in the heart of a depression. A great depression is coming. Yeah. Well, absolutely, and and it's going to be an inflationary depression. You know, the Great Depression was was a deflationary depression. They didn't really have a, an out of control printing press then, so a depression is just more than two quarters of of economic decline, right? Of of production decline. Well, I, I'm hearing stories. You know, stupid stupid economists on TV saying, "Well, we're facing a potential recession by this fall." It's like Okay, you dunces. We've already had two quarters of declining output. We're already in a recession. Actually, declining output, we've had quarter after quarter after quarter of declining output since mid-COVID. 
we're technically in a depression already. But when you couple that with the inflation, it's an inflationary depression. Absolutely. Kirk, I appreciate your time today. Thank you so much for joining us. Guys, 720-605-3900 or getgoldtoday.com. Please give Kirk Elliott and his team a call. Kirk, much appreciated for your time. We'll talk to you here later. You you guys, we'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show right after this. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, we are back with the Dark Delight Show. And, you know, guys, I'm telling you, give Dr. Kirk Elliott a call just if it is for that free consultation, for that talk with his team to see what you can do for your financial future. When you do give them a call, make sure that you let them know that Josh Reed from the Dark Delight Show, you can mention Red Pill Project, Dark Delight Show, but just let them know that I'm the one that sent you. Um, because you know what? They're good friends of ours. They're they're really good in the sense of what they do. I buy my gold and silver from them. Um, I have, you know, we have 80,000 subscribers on our podcast that buy gold and silver from them. So, you know, just saying, go out there, see what your options are. The economy is going to go into the dumps. And you do not want to be stuck with a 401k or an IRA that is improperly managed. If you got a financial advisor and they're sitting there, oh no, don't worry, the market's going to rebound. I'm telling you, don't listen to them. I can't give you financial advice, but I've worked with financial advisors in the past. I consulted for one of the largest financial firms in the country. Okay? This is how I met Kirk. I've consulted for them. I know how they operate. It's profit over people for these financial firms. With Kirk Elliott and his team, it's people over profit. It's a great Christian organization. They have incredible moral and ethical standards that they stand up to. So I urge you to give them a call. That's 720-605-3900 or visit that getgoldtoday.com. Well, if you uh, are invested in cryptocurrency, you're probably wondering, man, why did I make that mistake? Well, you didn't make a mistake. Unfortunately, cryptocurrency, Bitcoin is down over 50% in the last few months. We have Bitcoin crumbles, crypto falls, and it's another sign of an emerging recession. Now, this was predicted by, uh, well, me. (laughs) I predicted this. I said that exactly this was going to happen, that we're going to have this teeter-totter back and forth, and that crypto and the standardized markets are going to begin to drop massively losing 80-90% of their value. And right now we're seeing crypto losing 80-90% of its value. And next we're going to see the standardized markets lose 80% of their value. And this isn't fear porn. This isn't this isn't me, you know, throwing that doom and gloom out there and hyping it up. This is the truth. If you look at the statistical analysis of everything that is going on, you're going to see exactly what we're talking about. Now, with cryptocurrency though, if you've ever wanted to get into Bitcoin, I'm telling you right now that price range is between $10,000 to $15,000 is probably going to be our bottom. It could go much lower, but that is the potential that I'm seeing for this low. Um, so those are good price points that you might want to get in at, just saying. Um, and if you're interested in cryptocurrency and learning about it, you can visit us at socialredpill.com. And at the top right there is going to say pick a plan. 
you pick a plan, just join up for the free one, go inside there, and then in the group section, there's a crypto mastermind. It's like 50 bucks a month. It's completely cheap in the sense of how it operates with other crypto masterminds. And we teach you all you need to know about utilizing crypto, investing in crypto, understanding the markets, all this stuff. We meet once a week. Tons of information in there. We have uh, you know, a few hundred pa- past uh, masterminds to go through. So check that out. What do we have going on in the world? Well, oil, 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 oil. Biden sends a threat letter to big oil to help ease the Putin price hike or face our tools. Biden intensified his attacks against the nation's largest oil companies, writing an angry letter to the heads of ExxonMobil, Chevron, BP America, Shell, Phillips, Marathon, Valero, and the U.S. refinery output, according to Axios. He says that I understand that many factors contributed to the business decisions to reduce refinery capacity, which occurred before I took office. That's a lie. Biden writes in hopes that everyone is an idiot and capable of grasping how the green policies have crippled the U.S. energy sector, adding at the time of war, refinery profit margins well above normal being passed directly onto American families are not acceptable. My administration is prepared to use all reasonable and appropriate federal government tools and emergency authorities to increase refinery capacity and output in the near term and to ensure that every region of this country is appropriately supplied. The president escalated the dramatic effort. Biden, always happy to blame others but never himself, ended the letter by also scapegoating Putin, not just energy companies, for driving up the cost of consumers. Vladimir Putin's price hike and are driving up the cost for consumers. I appreciate your immediate attention to this issue and your efforts to mitigate the economic challenges of Vladimir Putin's actions have created for American families. On top of that, another 45 million barrels of crude oil to be released from the American Strategic Petroleum Reserve, according to the Department of Energy. Now, why is that scary? Because we're coming into a potential dark winter, right, where energy is going to be incredibly critical. To where we're probably going to have one of the worst winters on record. If this the summer and the storms that we're seeing, the weather manipulation, all this stuff is any indicator, the next winter is going to be absolutely horrendous. And we don't think about the overcharging of the power grid during wintertime. But I'm telling you is that there is going to be a massive power crunch, an energy crunch, an attack on infrastructure this coming winter. And we should utilize that strategic reserve to help us get out of that, not what we're seeing now. And so the depletion of the strategic petroleum reserve is a military asset in the time of national disaster or crises. We're not in that time right now, and everything that we're seeing is artificially manufactured in the sense that Joe Biden has complete and absolute authority to change this energy crisis, to change this this financial crisis right now. But what all he does is exasperates it by his uh, his inability to do something about it. And so... This is a plan. Joe Biden is a puppet. We all know this. We all know this. And this is the usher in their green energy new deals, right? Shifting the green energy is currently impossible, though, due to the global shortage of batteries and minerals needed for energy story. You see, see, this is the one thing about green energy is a battery doesn't produce power. It stores it. That means that A battery has to be charged by something that generates electricity. Our current green energy infrastructure, whether it's geothermal, wind, or solar, 
cannot substantiate the power and needs for this country at this current moment. The technology is not there. We don't have the infrastructure there. Elon Musk has even said this. He, he said that, hey, look, if you made the proper investment into green energy, into the private sector, that you could quite literally substantiate it. But, but that is, by the way, his analytical perspective comes about in the sense that we put it in a sunshine state that has 300 days of sunshine year round, that there's no inclement weather. And so here's the thing. Right now, I guarantee you that we could transition to about an 80-20. An 80% natural gas, coal, oil, and a 20% green energy. And then over the next 50 years, we could slowly transition away from that with about a a 10% decline and reduction in um, crude oils over the next 50 years. And an increase of green energy. But you have to build the infrastructure. You can't just say, okay, well, we're shutting this down and we're going to start this. It doesn't work that way. But this is the problem with government is the government doesn't care. They follow these political ideologies. They radicalize themselves towards one angle or the other. And then they make it a social issue. And they propagate it on the social media and the mainstream media. And they, and they propagate this narrative and an agenda. And it ruins our country. It wastes the money of our country, the tax dollars of our great, great, great grandchildren. I mean, that's how many generations we are right now. Social Security is bankrupt. Everything else is bankrupt. And so in order for the green energy shift to actually occur, there has to be a mass abundance of the various types of minerals and metals utilized within the production of these batteries. Not only that is you have to increase the efficiency of the energy production generators, which would be solar panels, wind turbines, and geothermal, which just isn't there. Wind is absolutely worthless. It kills more birds each year than planes and everything else in this country. Uh, geothermal definitely has not been talked about, but I, I don't understand why. But it is a great alternative source, but it's not being utilized or developed upon. Wave energy is another one. Why aren't they developing upon that? Solar panels. Great, I understand, but you know what? The problem with solar panels is the degradation of the technology over a five to ten year period, the high cost of solar panels, um, and the inefficiency and the uh, the the relative variable production is you if you don't have sun every day all day long, your solar panel production is going to decrease massively. So. There's a lot of problems with the so-called green energy. I'm a proponent of these hydrogen gas cells. If you've seen this, you can go on and and build these things yourself. By the way, one of the top YouTube channels in the world of a guy that was building these hydrogen fuel cells to put in the cars, to run generators off of, all you do is you add a little bit of salt, some water, um, and so you have your electrolyte, your water, you put a electrolysis machine in there and you pump it up so you can basically pump that hydrogen gas into a generator and you got almost free electricity that runs completely off of water. The one guy that had one of the largest YouTube channels just happened to be the first victim shot and killed in the Buffalo shooting, the police officer. Don't you find that interesting that this kid drove 200 miles 
And the first person he shoots and kills is this police officer who had developed basically a, a limitless energy device built upon water where you could basically convert your whole vehicle to hydrogen gas. Never had to put gasoline in there again. All you'd have to do is fill up with water. One gallon of water would take you 600 to 800 miles. You can convert your home generators directly into hydrogen gas. Where you'll never have to go and get gasoline again for electricity. All you have to do is add water and electrolyte. That's it. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show right after this. Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reeb on the WYSL stations. Israel has urged all citizens to evacuate Istanbul immediately, citing Iranian revenge plot. This comes after Israel uh, took out a chief military officer and a chief scientist in Iran through an assassination. And then a day later, one of the largest chemical plants in Iran suddenly had a leak and blew up. And we know that most likely Israel is behind this. And if you remember me talking about the unfolding global conspiracy and one thing that I call the global firestorm event is that I said that you'll have destabilization within the Middle East. And this is most likely going to be caused by a war with Iran and Israel. 
And so we see this coming about right now. We have retaliatory forces coming in Iran. Iran is uh, U.S. intelligence has shown satellite imagery that Iran is getting ready to launch some long range ballistic missiles. Um, They believe that these are tests that they're not going to be utilized potentially against Israel. But this could be the beginning of the end um, of what we have been calling or what we've been um, saying is going to happen. You know, it's a war right there in the heartland, the Middle East, in between Israel and Iran would be detrimental to the global economy. It'd be detrimental to the global political system um, and would be, ah, man, it would be the beginning of World War Three. You know this. I know this. We all know this because the United States would have to get involved at that point. Um, Iran, obviously, allying with Russia and China. Excuse me, we know Russia is moving into Nicaragua, 1,600 miles away from the Texas border. Um, they're going to be doing uh, anti-human tracking and drug, narcotic, and law enforcement operations in Nicaragua. In other words, they're going in there to take out the U.S. biolabs, the BSL uh, level 4 biolab that the United States of America has in Nicaragua. Russia is going in there to neutralize that as well as probably free the Nicaraguan people from the tyrannical regime that has been implemented over them for the last 40 to 50 years that came about through the United States' empirical expansion into Central and South America that control the drug and human trafficking trade through our intelligence agencies. No, that is not a conspiracy theory. That is fact. And there's many classified documents pertaining to that that validate exactly what I said. So we are seeing global destabilization everywhere. And this is not going to stop. They are going to utilize everything, everything in their power to bring America to her knees. You know, Trump was right again. And this man was always right because he understood their plan. He knew exactly what these people were going to do. Russia further reduces the natural gas flow by 40% to Germany. Now, if you remember this, a few uh what was it a few years ago when trump said this i believe it was at uh the u.n general assembly meeting donald trump gave a speech and he said that oh germany you're smiling now but just wait what happens when russia reduces the amount of gas inflow into your country and they laughed at him well who's laughing now who's laughing now because that's the truth is germany is having a massive energy shortage and you gotta ask you know they have one of the largest solar panel fields in the world built in germany a whole town is powered by it but that town is not uh is not doing too well that electricity production is definitely decreased and down Speaking about the uh, the Eastern Europe, Middle East, and everything that's happening there, Turkey has rejected NATO's offer of trilateral talks as Finland and Sweden say applications could freeze. Turkey has rejected a NATO offer to hold trilateral talks with Sweden and Finland towards resolving Turkish objections to the Scandinavian country's membership bids. Uh, addressing the latest efforts by Brussels to assuage Turkish roadblocks, which the center of the Nordic countries alleged support for anti-Turkish Kurdish groups, particularly their failure to condemn the PKK, Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan again charged that terrorist organizations are able to act freely, especially in Sweden. Aragon in the speech went so far to say that he won't let the blood of the martyrs be spilled and thus will continue to object the country's access into 
NATO. While the fallen of our country are tearing our hearts out on a daily basis, no one can accept concessions from us on this issue. Let me underline that Turkey has no time to lose with expectation and ambivalent remarks regarding the issue, he asserted. And so this is uh, putting a damper in the globalist plan. And I think that this is one of the things that we thought, you know, Donald Trump traveled the world and he made really, really good friends with quite a few people. And he had nothing but good things to say about Putin, about Xi Jinping, about the Saudi royal family, about Aragon. And it's my thinking that Donald Trump knew what was going to happen, that he knew that they were going to steal the election from him, that he was just going to acquiesce and let them have it. Let the world see, right? You can't tell the people. You have to show the people. Let the world see how incompetent the Democrats are and how they'll run this country in the gown. Let them get to the point where they've cooed the whole country and basically take it over the whole world and then allow these sovereign free nations to rise up and take back the power, to fight the globalist regimes. And I think that's what you're seeing with countries like Turkey, countries like Russia, countries like China. Unfortunately, the United States becomes a massive target for this because it has been our corrupt and complicit political structure, as well as our military, as the police, the global police, that have began the process of implementing this agenda throughout the world. This is we are the puppets that the globalists utilize to control the world. And so there is massive ramifications for that in the sense of global conflict, especially when it comes to China and Russia. And don't get me wrong. I don't believe China has any good intentions whatsoever with the United States of America. I think that that if China had their way, they would come into the United States of America and take all the Midwest and utilize that farmland for their own benefit. And I think that if Russia had their way, they would probably take up all of all of Europe once again. And I say once again because, well, you need to research what Russia used to be. And there's some history behind that. But either way, what we're seeing right now is we're seeing the teeter-totter, the totalitarianism. (laughs) And, you know, one of these other aspects of this is the control of the people. And how do you control people better than compromising their immune system? Canada has came out and redefined what it means to be vaccinated. Canada makes three jabs. The new fully vaccinated standard saying two jabs doesn't work anymore. Well, guess what? Two jabs doesn't work. Three jabs doesn't work. The majority of jabs don't work. All they do is they hurt you. And we're finding out more and more evidence of this every day. If you guys haven't checked out Health Ranger, um, he was on InfoWars a few days ago with a microscope. And he had basically gotten some of these blood clots from some uh, some medical doctors who had sent them to him because they wanted to get this information out there. And what you see is these rubber band-like tentacles that form within the arteries of normally healthy people. They're, they're inc- they look synthetic in their nature. And the thing is, is the doctors, the coroners and the medical doctors who perform these autopsies, they could not tell what these clots were that's the problem all they know is there was some weird type of protein structure but they were not normal clots and they're massively large large tentacles so 
listen, the globalists are going to keep on doing what they're doing. They're going to force this vaccination. They're going to force the digital ID. They're going to force their new digital CBDC, centralized global currency. They're going to collapse the economy. They're going to bring about the global firestorm event. And we, the people, need to stand up. We need to speak up. We need to rise up. We need to take back our country. We need to take back America. That's all the time I have for you today. Don't forget, Dr. Kirk Elliott, 720-605-3900. Much love, respect. God bless. We'll see you tomorrow. Another episode of Dark Delight Show.